Welcome to a new episode of D's Nuggets. I just want to say that I appreciate you for tuning in. Um, for all those who hit the subscribe button, all you got to do is just tap it one time. Boom, just like that if you haven't done so already. Uh, it doesn't cost you a thing. Um, but I promise to continue to, to go harder and uh, do better. I know that I like doing podcasts. Um, I like talking. I'm not that much of an auditory person. So I do like the visual component behind it, and I will start delivering video content soon. I just want to make sure I put that out there because I am a visual guy, and I can only listen so long <laughs> before I want to start seeing. I like to use all forms of communication as well. So when I'm sitting here and I'm doing hand gestures or you know my eyebrows go a certain way or I smirk or do whatever, we always process things through all kinds of forms of body language. And you can only get only one side here through just my tone. So I try to start, I try to stay like energetic and um, I try to do a lot of inflection in my voice just so you understand and stay engaged when I'm speaking. But it needs to get better than that. So the reason why I want to say that is just to make sure that you understand that I am not doing this thing just for fun anymore. I really want to deliver more content because I've gotten so much good feedback. Uh, people are really excited about some of the content that's been shared. Uh, like on the last episode, why did I get married? There's going to be a why did I get married too, because people want to hear from a different spiritual view, and they want to understand, hey, like you know, why did you get married from a like more of a biblical aspect versus me talking about like a worldly aspect? So there's going to be a why did I get married too? Of course, I'm not married, but I got a chance to still share exactly why I got married and to focus on the positive. And the reason I'm talking about focus on the positive is because there are hope dealers out there. And this episode is really all about hope dealers. And I love to stay in a positive mind frame because this day and age, there's so much negative out there. And I know that you guys can feel what's going on with all the civil unrest. I mean, people are uh, they're up in arms right now. What's going on, especially during this time in this election. And, and I'm telling you, it's. It's crazy about what we hear. I mean, this year has, I mean, event after event after event. It, it seems like it's just getting worse. And we want to know if it's going to get better. And yes, I can tell you that we can always prepare for the worst, but hope for the best. And that's what this episode is really about. It's just like our mindset. What are we hoping for? Are you living in a state of fear? I know I talked about what are you afraid of in the last couple of episodes because we got to stop living in the state of fear. We got to know how to overcome these things. And I'm not going to regurgitate what happened in that episode. If you want to listen to it, please do so. But we got to always be mindful of how to remain hopeful. You don't ever want to get to a point where you become hopeless. Because you don't, you're not getting enough. And a lot of people are on E right now. Their tanks are on E when it comes down to hope. And that's why we have hope dealers. Hence the reason why I got this episode going right now. Because we got to change our mindset. Let's go ahead and dive in, guys. Hope is basically necessary for us to keep putting our best foot forward. It's an intentional way for us to focus on the positive. Hope dealers are also fast talkers. Let me go ahead and put that off there first. <laughs> Guys, I'm a fast talker. If you haven't recognized it by now, I don't like to talk slow. Uh, I'm always usually energetic. I'm, I'm energized when I deliver these podcasts. Uh, if you can't tell, I'm pretty passionate about the content that I share um, because it means something to me first. I'm not going to share or talk about anything that I don't really, I don't really care about. 
because you're going to hear it in my tone. You're going to recognize it in my delivery and just know that I'm always trying to put my best foot forward, especially and put the and put the most information out there that's relevant and that we need to be aware of. Rather, you want to accept it or not. Who cares? I'm delivering it anyway because I know that it's good for me. All right. And I know it actually is good for you, whether you want to swallow it or not. It's just a good medicine. And sometimes people don't like medicine because they don't like the way it tastes. I, I struggled as a kid and I didn't want to swallow it, even though it was going to make me feel better. But I'm going to break down this down. Let me go ahead and talk about these hope dealers because hope dealer is going to give you product. And hope dealer, of course, to me, is just like a dope dealer. They're going to give you product and you got to make sure that this product is good for you. Then there's always not good hope dealers out there. They can sell you some bad product and what's that going to make? It's going to mess you up. It's gonna, I mean, I'm telling you, it's going to jack you up on the inside to a point where you might not recover that well. You might not be as good as you were, and it could do some permanent damage. And I will talk about that, but right now I want to say that there's three pillars that are out there that we need in our lives. Of course, there's love, there's faith, and then there's hope. So with hope, hope is so addicting, but it wears off. And that's why we got to have hope dealers in our life. We got to have people that are out there helping us, building us up. Helping us stand on focused on the positive. If not, we will live in a state of fear. We will be confused. We will be down now. We'll be depressed. And this is, some, this is an area where you can't live in when you're trying to live your best life because tomorrow isn't promised. I'm not trying to, I'm not waiting to die. I'm living every day. And if I stay focused on today is my last day, I'm going to live that day out. So that's what the mind frame we got to be in is that, you know what? I hope tomorrow comes, but if it doesn't, what am I doing today that makes a difference? Mm, that's a question for you right there. That's a nugget too. But overall, let's check it out. Some of us serious believe that people, other people have our best interest in mind. Some do, some don't. And I'm going to break down these two type of peoples. And I have two type of hope dealers in two different categories. Now, before I talk about these two different categories, when I say a hope dealer, I'm talking about sometimes they're leaders. I'm talking about salesmen. I'm talking about super opinionated or know-it-alls. These people always got an answer for everything that you're going through and you're experiencing in life. Those type. Uh, you have your spiritual, your pastors. Those are hope dealers. And then you have your daters. If you, Some people out there are dating in life. <laughs> I fell for the I fell for the okie doke, y'all, when I was dating him before, and it sucked. That relationship was a struggle for me, and it was because she was a hope dealer. She sold me on some product that she knew I wanted because we were friends ahead of time. I gave her and I opened up to some of my deepest thoughts and emotions, and she took that information and that content. She was able to deliver it to me in a package that I thought was very, very nice. It looked very appealing, and I was sold. Until I realized I was sold on the wrong person. And that, that hope that I'm going to talk about is the deceiver. That's the first person I'm going to start off with. Is They're deceivers, a.k.a., which is also known as the liars. These hope dealers will they have you believing and thinking that life is grand. That is spectacular. And I'm not just talking about the people that you're dating. I'm talking about these are just a type of hope dealer. They're deceivers. Then this is someone who's trying to convince you of something that's in their best interest. They don't even really have. You're just a conduit to get what they want. They're using you 
because they want something so bad, they don't really consider you as much. They're willing to deal with whatever you got to go through in order to get what they want. And these are the deceivers that are out there. So they'll basically convince you of the character they're playing because they don't have true character. That's a nugget. And I'm going to say it again. Let me rewind. They'll convince you of the character that they're playing because they don't have true character. These clowns will fool you. And they're manipulators and they're extremely smart. And you can't take for granted how cunning and intelligent that they are. Because they are smooth operators. They know how to deliver and talk a good game until they're tested. Oh, man, I'm trying to tell you. When they test it, they go running. They fold. And that's when you know if it's true. You know if it's something real. I saw on the Internet the other day where um, this dude, he had a, he had a, a diamond detector. So he was going out testing different rings to see if some women or some of these wives had real diamonds on their fingers. And, of course, he would tap it on some and when it beeped and it went all the way to red, you know it was true. It was a real diamond. But some of these women have fake diamonds on their, on, their, on their fingers and they didn't know it. And, of course, you know, we had a whole little thing, conversation going on about it like, you know what? What if you were deceived to thinking that you had something that was real? And, and that was a, my response to that was like, did it really matter? Like, I mean, she had a ring. Like, who cares if the diamond was real or not? But for women, psh, that's everything. Why? Because you were deceived. Somebody lied to get you to that point. Rather, he just said, you know what? I got your ring. But no, that ring stood for something. And when it's supposed to be real, it's real. Let it be small if it ain't got to be that real. If she's into the flashy and the fake gold, just give her one on the side. And just be like, this ain't the real thing. But I just want you to know that if you want to floss... And show off, there's you still got it. But that's what you got to be is more open and honest. And these deceivers won't do that. They're hope dealers that make you believe that the character that they're playing is real. And they'll fool you. And these manipulators are just smooth. They're so good at them. And, then, and they'll tell you things that are too good to be true. And whenever you hear something too good to be true, run. Run. Yeah, I know you've seen it on the internet. Go. Why? Because they'll go ahead and they'll jump on your DM and they'll tell you that they're a binary trader and that they're going to go ahead and give you thousands of dollars and help you make all this thousands of dollars off of a couple of hundred bucks. And it don't work out that way. I don't I don't respond to them. And I'm tired of getting those invites. So stop. Stop <laughs> requesting to follow me because I'm tired. I'm tired, y'all. And I just wanted to understand that these type of hope dealers that are out there don't have our best interests in mind. Why was somebody out the blue? Be interested in me making tons of money. I, I never heard of that before. Or haven't they found another people where they've made them enough money that it's, it's over? My, my thing is like, what is in the fine print? What are you doing in the background that I'm not aware of where you're trying to, it's smoke and mirrors. You're trying to sell me on something that I really didn't ask for. It sounds too good to be true. Usually it is. It's a dream and you can't live in a dream world. You got to wake up and experience reality. So with these hope dealers, you got to understand that they're saying something that is not true. Of course, one thing I didn't mention here, I did mention leaders, but I didn't say politicians. And I'm really going to touch into that one right there because a lot of times they're deceivers and they're liars. They can't deliver on their promises because they're not half the time they're not in control, but they want to sell you on what you want to hear. Not necessarily what they're going to actually do. They're telling you 
exactly what you need to hear in order to follow them. And that's how social media is to me. You got all these hope dealers online who's look like they're living their best life. But I know some of them personally and their life suck. They're lying, but they will show the flashiest, finest pictures you've ever seen in your life. But you'd be sitting there down and out. They ain't got hardly no money. They don't, they don't even know how to floss like that. They took a thousand pictures in order to post that one good one because they don't look like that good. But they will make up their face so good. I'm talking about you need, you'll see that night face. You know what I'm saying? Where it's all made up and it's all glamorous when it's looking all good. But when you see that morning face, <laughs> the game done changed, y'all. These deceivers out here and these hope dealers right here do you dirty. So make sure you understand that they wash off that night face and you get a chance to see the morning face without you laying next to them in the morning. <laughs> but that's just the first type of hope dealer. And this is exactly what I thought about when I initially thought about this episode is that they're all horrible. They're all liars. Any type of hope dealer that's out there, you got to beware. You got to be mindful. You got to run from them. And I didn't realize that, you know what? There are positive hope dealers out there. I wasn't really, I, it's not that I didn't realize it. I wasn't focused on them. I was so focused on the people that did hurt me, the ones that I did believe in, the ones that really I thought were hopeful and was really delivering some good information that I needed in order for me to get to the next level, which they didn't realize that I was still learning. I, it still benefited me, but at the same time, I went through a lot of hurt. I didn't have to go through that. I didn't have to take that road. And you find a beast, you know what I'm saying? Like, like Beauty and the Beast did. She went down the wrong road. It was that simple. And then you don't have to go down the dark path in order to make sure that you're trying to get to somewhere quicker in life. Don't take the dark road. You don't need to. And that's when you end up with the deceivers and the liars. So the second type of hope dealer that's out there is an optimist. They're the overcomers and the optimists. And these are people who really, really are looking for the positive. And they're actually focused on... They're focused on helping you out. They're focused on giving you something that you actually need. They have good intention and it benefits you more than it benefits others or themselves. That's how you know you got a good hope dealer out there. And they got good product. And they're going to keep on delivering because they got the peer. They got that stuff fresh. It's fresh from the press. You know what I'm saying? And it doesn't only move you emotionally. It actually awakens your spirit and make you want to do more. It makes you want to be different. It actually activates you to go harder. And this is something that's way beyond emotions. And I remember there's times I used to go to church services back in the days and I would walk out of there. just like, dang, that was good. That was because I was entertained. I was entertained for the moment and it felt good, but it, it didn't motivate me to do anything different in my life. I couldn't even remember what it was an hour after service. Why? Because it sound good. It really sounded good and it moved my emotions where I was like, wow, that was really, really good content. But it didn't make me want to move. It didn't make me say, hey, you know what? I really need to challenge some things in my life. I really need to do some things differently. I really need to start looking at this and repent. I need to really start changing my ways. I need to go ahead and apologize and ask for forgiveness. I need to, I didn't, it didn't make me to do any of those type of things. It was just like, you know what? That was a really good that was a feel-good message, and I'm over it. That's what the optimists and the overcomes don't do. They're the hope dealers that are able to deliver you the truth, and it might not taste good swallowing it, but it's going to be good for you later on. 
It's going to help you heal. It's going to help you get to that next level. It's going to help you become better. And I know that we're in a state right now where we just got a, we got a pandemic that feel it just won't end. And some people are just saying like, you know what, hurry, hurry up and rush me a vaccination. It's going to cure all. <sighs> Regardless if you know it or not, the health is in the food. The health is in your lifestyle. It's if you're exercising, if you're being mindful, a mask ain't going to save your life. A mask is a precautionary measure in order to protect you from just a little. But you got to do something that's going to do more permanent. The people that are really dying are the ones that got pre-existing conditions. Their immune system is already compromised. They're weak. So they're being preyed upon by a virus out there. No different than the negative hope dealer, the deceiver. They'll prey on the weak. They'll prey on those who are, are weak-minded. They'll prey on those who aren't ready and that aren't prepared and that aren't really ready to change. They don't care about change. They're willing to accept whatever they're being told and they're going to follow that process because they think it's best for them. They think it's going to save their life and they don't realize that sometimes it has a negative effect which sometimes may cost them more than they can ever ever swallow they can't handle it they can't handle it because it's too much for them now i'm gonna still go back to this positive uh hope dealer here guys and i know it probably sounds like i'm going some direction you didn't think i was gonna go into but it's here now like i said we got to be aware of these type of hope dealers and know how to deal with these type of people uh but i was called this hope dealer which i was more of a positive kind and i almost took offense to it but i just know that you know what there are good hope dealers out there and with these good hope dealers, they may not always be right, but their heart is always in the right place. That's very, very important to know. They can't determine the outcome, but their heart is in the right place. They're still giving you good information. They're still giving you what you need because you need it. Not because they want to benefit from whatever you're actually taking from them. Let me jump into these different types right here. I want to jump straight into the salesman because I love sales, guys. Um, whether you know it or not, um, I'm in business. I love the art of this. I love, and I, I was going to jump into it right now. Actually, I love the art of the deal. And it's funny that I, I say the art of the deal because if you don't know it or not, Donald Trump has a book out called The Art of the Deal. <laughs> this dude knows how to sell. He's amazing at it. The crazy thing about this, even this book, in the title alone is that if you talk to the guy that it co-wrote or actually wrote the book named Tony Schwartz, he, he wish he never wrote the book. He never he wish he never put Donald Trump's name on it, which Donald Trump, of course, takes the credit for writing the book. But if you do the research and the history and you look at everything behind it, ugh, Tony Schwartz was actually the real guy who actually wrote the book. I don't want to go ahead and go into the details about that. You can go ahead and Google it, do your own information or whatever you want to do on it. But I just know because I actually read the book. There's a lot of notes that I took in the past, back in the days when I was like, you know what? I always had this entrepreneurial spirit. So I was always learning the art of the deal. I always wanted to know sales. I always wanted to know how people be sold. I just understand the psychology behind selling people. It's important and I love it. I love it because when I started to practice the art of rejection, I know that you have to get so many no's before you get a yes. And that's a part of the deal. You have to learn how to overcome objections and that becomes a game. It becomes something that you practice over and over and over again until you get great at it. Then you don't even get bothered or phased by it. 
So as soon as you come, you throw an objection at them, they're prepared. They're ready for it. And I remember we used to practice every single morning when I was in sales. We would practice every single morning the objections. And I would laugh when people would actually throw them my way because I'm just like, <laughs> I knew exactly what we were going to say. And I'm going to go ahead and I got a response for that. I know how to overcome that. And I can continue to lead you down to a corner where I'm going to back you into a wall where you're going to make an actual yes or no response to whatever I'm asking you. But I'm going to lead you in so many right I'm going to lead you to hit so many right corners that you're going to be focused more on the yes than the no, whether you want to go there or not. That's a great salesman. And it can become deceiving at times. So that's why it's important for them to educate you on what you're being sold and if you actually need it or not. Some people buy on impulse. There's times I do it when I got a good sale because I just know that there's something that some things I just feel like I want in life. And I'm trying to buy it at a discount. I'm playing wholesale, not retail, baby. I like to focus on that. And that's because I'm a salesman. I'm a, I'm, I'm a certified negotiator. And I love getting things on a discount, but I don't like to be sold short. So whenever you got a hope dealer, when you got a hope, I was going to say a hype dealer. <laughs> when you got a hope dealer that's selling you hype and it ain't got no real content behind it, I hate it. I hate it as a true salesman out here, as a businessman out here, guys, it sucks to get sold something that you don't really need or something that doesn't live up to its potential. It really, really sucks. And there's a lot of people out there that are like that. They're selling themselves. They're selling, selling you things that you don't need. They're telling you and they want to give you their opinion. And I'm going to go ahead and segue into the next little category right here. The people that are super opinionated. They are know-it-alls. And they got every response for everything that you got to say for any question that you have in life. And they're looking to prey on you. Why? Because they they feel like you need to be fueled and they want to fill you up with their opinions. Their voice matters more than yours (laughs) because they know it all. And they would tell you things like, well, if I was you, I would, you know, go back to school. Or if I were you, I would go ahead and leave him. If I were you, I would go ahead and marry her. If I were you, it's always if I were. What are they? Who are they? What have they done? Are they a true mentor? Are they a true leader? Or they're just somebody who got another opinion that you can go ahead and throw away. They're not always needed. And make sure that you monitor these type of people, the know-it-alls, because they're not really interested in what you got to say. They have so much to say They're not even listening to what you're saying is best for you. Why? Because they think that what they tell you is going to be best for you. And they're always putting themselves in your shoes, which is not necessarily necessary. They need to always see where you are in your shoes and after that, be able to guide you from there. But no, their opinions don't do that. And that's what these kids a lot of times lose because they're looking on social media. They're looking for guidance from other kids as well who don't have any wisdom or experience or knowledge. And that's why it's important for us, even as parents, which is another category I'm going to jump into, to make sure that we are hope dealers for our kids and we know how to lead them in the right direction and we know how to lead them with love. And they got to be able to understand the difference between somebody who's opinionated and somebody who's going to deliver facts that's going to actually put them in the positive direction. Now, and these super opinionated ones, I'm going to close with this one because they're super, they're the closest to me, the dope dealers that are, out, that are out there. They always got the hottest product. They always got the best that's on the market. They got that cryptocurrency kind of like, you know what I'm talking about? They're trying to sell it to you. You're about to buy it. And you're like, ah, I'm about to kill them. <laughs> I'm about to get higher than high on this hope or dope or whatever you're feeling. 
But it ain't real, y'all. It ain't the real deal. It ain't as good as what they're trying to sell you. So the information is always just a quick fix. Like I said, they got side effects. So be careful of the super opinion and the, the know-it-alls because they'll never know it all. And you can become addicted to them. And that's when you start to lose out because you're always going back for more of that temporary fix. It's a quick high, but it don't last long. And the side effects are detrimental. So watch out for those. And I already jumped into talking about parents. So let's talk about the parents because we're hope dealers, like I mentioned before. And it's important for us to be transparent with our kids. One thing I learned and I missed out on was that I wasn't as transparent as I needed to be with my kids. They needed to know more. Why? Because they knew more than I thought they knew. They knew way more. And that's usually what the kids these days, they're exposed to way more. They're paying attention. They're listening. They're hearing information. So why not share the truths with them? We always want to try to be perfect and we try to want to lead them. But in order for us to lead better, we got to understand that we got to, we've been there and done that. And if we haven't, we know what the consequences are for those who have been there and done that. So we got to make sure that we know how to lead with love and we got to help them be more independent. They become dependent thinkers because we're always making decisions for them. Instead of asking them what would they do and then coaching them on the res- on the response, we just tell them, you better do this or else. And of course, they rebel. They don't have to because we're selling them on the wrong thing. And after that, you can't lead with an iron fist. You got to know how to lead with love and you got to make that connection and stay in front of them and be transparent because they got to know that, you know what? This is somebody who's actually with me on my side. They got something that, that I need to follow. They got something that I need to listen to. They got the right product. And that's the kind of hope that you got to be as a parent just to make sure that you're doing the right thing and you got to lift that child up. You got to build them up and make sure that they become stronger and a better person. Somebody that you're proud of. Now, this one right here is a leader. The leaders are hope dealers as well. And like I said, there's always got to be a connection out there when you are a leader. A leader can't have empty promises because therefore you would lose your credibility. No one's going to believe and follow you without you being a strong leader that who, who knows how to deliver on the promises, who knows how to under the promise and over deliver. It happens a lot of leaders where they over promise and under deliver and you've You're going to ruin your reputation every single time. You're going to lose trust. People are not going to follow you. And therefore, you can create you can start creating other bad apples because you're the bad one in the bunch and you got to lead by example. So sometimes they're so disconnected and they're so far removed that they don't have a clue or a climate of what's happening on the front line. And I'm not trying to point any fingers, but we got a leader like that right now in the nation. He doesn't understand what's happening on the front line because he's so disconnected. His world is totally different than what most people experience. And I'm not here to bash anybody. I try to lead you in a way to try to vote or do anything like that. But I'm just saying you recognize the leader by their fruit. And if it's a bad apple, it can spoil a bunch. I know when I look at a bag of grapes and it's busted at the bottom because I turn my my bag of grapes upside down, whether you know it or not. I don't eat that bag of grapes. I like my bag to be fresh, flawless. I like to make sure they're all plump and on point. Um, I just love grapes, y'all. I need to go buy me a bag today. But I'm just telling you, this is how I like my leaders. (laughs) I like them fresh. I like them on point. I like to make sure that they know and they're included. They don't exclude themselves or think they're above because a lot of them like to think that they're 
they've been so right, they have to put themselves on a pedestal that nobody else can get to. Leaders know how to build up other leaders. And so the hope that they sell was to get you to where they are. Not that you would never, you're never going to be where they are and they can always put their foot on your neck. No pun intended. I can't breathe. Leaders, make sure that you know what you're doing when you're a hope dealer. Last but not least, these are the last type of hope dealers are, I'm talking to you, spiritual leaders, you pastors out there. Please be mindful that you're shepherds, you're not gods. Let us be mindful that you're shepherds and not gods. Sometimes we just we try to revere them too so much that we'll allow them to interfere with our relationship with the one that we believe in. The one that we're supposed to have a relationship with and the one that we're supposed because they're they're only teachers, they're liaisons. That's their job is to try to make a connection and teach and help to keep people informed, to keep people motivated about what's the hope. The hope is basically in the afterlife. There's no promises in the cross. There's none of blessings and all this other kind of stuff that we think is supposed to be there. Just because we believe and we love and we do all this other kind of stuff, that didn't mean that everything was going to be positive. So that's why I struggle when I hear prosperity preachers and just motivators that are out there without delivering real, the true gospel, because it ain't always easy. It ain't never been. It never will be. And that's a false expectation of what's really out there. And that can become a bad, you can become a bad hope dealer. You can give all the rest of the other preachers out there a bad name. You can give the other spiritual leaders out there a bad name because you're the bad apple in the bunch. You're a horrible hope dealer because you're not doing what you're supposed to do. And I'm not trying to pick on a specific group because there are amazing spiritual leaders out there. And, and the reason why I touch on this is because they're, the supernatural hope is a different kind of hope. It's what we live for. We're all going to die one day. We're all going to die. And with that kind of mindset, is I'm going to die and I can just, just it's YOLO. I'm just going to do whatever I want to do throughout this lifetime because I'm already feeling like I'm living in hell. It can't get much worse than this. Some people had that mindset, but after that, we got to focus on the hope that something better is going to happen after this. This is what we're sacrificing everything for. This is what I'm behaving in my best. This is what I'm doing it right for. Other than I can lose it and do whatever I want to do right now. If I'm already in hell. So remain hopeful. Instead of being hopeless. And I'm going to go straight right here into the different nuggets that I got right here. And close and try to keep this thing as short as possible. This is the drive through version. I did record this before and it was just too long for me. y'all. I, I stopped it. I was like, I can't deal. I can't cope. Because there's no hope <laughs> in me delivering a long message. And this is already at 30 minutes. So let me go ahead and drop these last few nuggets off right here. Because the first nugget I got right here is, guys, hope without help is a hoax. If they ain't trying to help you, it ain't real. It's fake. So don't fall for whatever anybody's trying to sell you, whether it's their character, whether it's whatever product that they got, whether it's the information they're trying to lead you in a specific direction to follow them, whether it's a, a freaking uh, network marketer, you know what I'm saying? Multi-level. You got to be mindful and you got to just make sure that if it ain't helping you, which sometimes they think it is, but they're going to benefit off of it. It's a hoax. So make sure that it's actually putting you in a position where you need to be and you know it's aligning with what you want to get done. That's how you know you're in a positive desert. And that's how you know that you're going to remain hopeful. The second nugget right here. Hope requires a lot of faith 
which requires a lot of work. You got to work smart and not hard. Slaves work hard. Slaves work extremely hard and never change their predicament. So make sure that you're working smart and therefore you have a whole lot of hope left. Don't. This is another nugget, y'all. Don't allow a hope dealer to make or break you. Don't give them that much power. I gave some hope dealers back in the days too much power because I was young. I was naive. I was like, this person is on a pedestal and I just want to be just like them. I want to I want to be exactly like them. I lost who I was. I lost who I was because I was so focused on being them. I wanted to emulate them so much. I wasn't really focused on building who I was. I wanted to be not realizing I wanted to be like them. I wanted certain things and behaviors of myself to be like theirs, but I didn't necessarily want to be them because they failed me. I believed in them a little too much and I thought, and a lot of times that broke me. There's this reason why I don't even have my, I have my real estate license and I don't have it to this day because I don't trust brokers. I will begin it again because I like to invest in the real estate and there's certain things I need, tools and inside trade and information in order for me to make the right deals in my life. But I was broken for years. I was broken for years and I didn't trust. And I realized, you know what? I can't keep on putting people on pedestals. They can't keep going there. And these hope dealers are keep on failing me because they're human. And I realized that, you know what? They're only selling me on hope. They can't deliver. I can. It's all about me. So you can't take the new information for face value. And this is a straight nugget. Whatever they're trying to say that's brand new that you haven't done your homework on, you better stop, pause, go back. And you know what? I'm going to get back to you on that. Let me go ahead and research this to make sure it's best for me. That's what you got to really focus on. If not, they're going to sell you some hope and you're going to be like, oh, I got to try this. This is going to be good for me. I, I think it might work out. No, you have to know it's going to work out. Stop testing horrible product. All right. The next nugget right here is remain hopeful. It's fuel for the future. Hope is what drives us and what gets us to the next level. So you got to always remain hopeful and make sure that you don't stop. You become hopeless. It's going to cause you to have less. Last but not least in my nuggets here, guys, avoid the hurt if you can. Be mindful. If you were vulnerable or naive like I used to be, learn how to move slow. Pay attention to the signs. Actions speak louder than words. Focus on you. What can you do to continue to build you up? Because that's the only person that's never going to fail you unless you allow you to. I'm going to go ahead and close with this right here, guys. Regardless of the climate of the nation, always remain hopeful. Be prepared for the worst. We never know what's going to happen tomorrow. We never know what's going to happen the day after and the day after and the day after. But if you keep a positive outlook and you're intentional about how great it's going to be, it most likely ends up that way. And there's sometimes it ends up going the opposite direction. But when you're focused on the positive, you will get more positive. Where your focus goes, energy flows. I'm going to go ahead and close with this as I always do. Regardless if you agree with me or not, we can agree to disagree. But I love you. God bless. These nuggets, I'm out.